is a podcast for ADC and we are going to be discussing what's new in paediatric medication safety by Stacey Kahn and colleagues. Um, and my name is Claire Lima. I'm a general paediatrician at the Evelina London. And my name is Dan Hawkins. I'm a paediatric pharmacologist at Older H. Children's Hospital and the University of Liverpool. I suppose when I first read it, I thought there might be looking at very granular detail about specific changes that people could make that would make improvements in their hospital. And actually, it's a bit more of a strategic review than that, um, looking at systems in a way. No, I agree. I think it gives people a sort of bird's eye view of of what's what's emerging very gently now and what might be coming around the corner, but also anchored in you know, where there is evidence to support um, different elements of that change. And I suppose helpfully and fairly classically for paediatrics, how we compare in terms of evidence base to the to the adult world. Yes. Did you get any sort of take home lessons from this paper that you thought I want to go and I want to go and look up this for your hospital? Um, it's a slight variation on that was was around um, the role of the pharmacists and um, the importance of clinical pharmacists. And I think um, I, I read this and thought, actually, we in the UK do quite a good job on this if we use the resource that we've, we we are very lucky to have. No, I have to say that, that was one of my big things. I thought, actually, ward pharmacists are, I mean, I assume each hospital use them slightly differently, but as a resource to make sure that prescribing is safe and as good as it can be, um, I thought it was very nice to see that pharmacists were being um, were being promoted like that. So I guess the thing that I'm quite fascinated by is is the is the mobile apps piece um, uh, because I think one of the challenges that we face in our hospital is there's never enough um, uh, computer space to um, to to do all the different bits of the process whether it's it's on the ward um, or it's it's okaying um, drugs to go home or whatever um, and and I thought the ability to do that from a mobile phone or from or from an app based um, system was was quite fascinating and and probably worth thinking about although I am mindful that as a hospital we are at very 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 early stages of moving to um, a, a full electronic health record so the chances of currently investing in something that may or may not eventually mesh well with that are probably low unless there's a particularly strong um, case. Um, my interesting take home thought was around the outpatient setting because it occurred to me that actually in the UK we're very lucky that education is part of the work for outpatients and making sure that all the caregivers who interact with the child and their medicines are as informed as possible um, is obviously very important and actually what it made me think of straight away was the medicines for children leaflet resource which while it's used a lot actually is something that would directly apply to improving medication safety for that population. Um, alongside that was was in this paper they talk about the challenge for some people of, of differentiating between teaspoon and tablespoon and, and that sort of language and mm-hmm. and I think that there's there's an assumption built into some of that, that about English as a first language and actually how much documentation do we provide um, in in other languages, albeit not every language, because actually um, it's it's that kind of crucial detail that can make all the difference, um, and and actually is probably easier to achieve now with with technological help in translating than than previously. 
Yes, you've done clinics using Google Translate as well, that happens. <laughs> when there are no interpreters, yes, exactly. Um, but but I, I, th I think, you know, if I think about the population I work with um, in Lambeth and Southwark, there's a huge variety of, of, of language, languages spoken as a first language. And, and I think it's important to keep remembering that because people can have quite a good or, or seem to have quite a good speaking level of English, but their ability to read and to write and sometimes to truly understand some of the really complex um, uh, things we're asking of them are, are, are often different. And, and I suppose that's what this paper is alluding to, that that kind of functional literacy when it comes to healthcare, particularly medication safety, is, is, is often different from our perception. And their idea about pictograms. And actually, mm. that really appealed to me, um, the idea that you can communicate cross culturally cross language if you get the right image very much appealed to me yes and i suppose there's another element that we haven't talked about which is we're assuming that all of the people with whom the interactions are happening can read whereas with a pictogram you know a child who 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 may be very bright but it's not yet able to read or able to understand at this level can actually pick up a lot more and I think there's something important as pediatricians about remembering that we're not just we're not just dealing with a single person in these sorts of interactions. There's 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 the patient themselves, um, as well as the family members who are supporting them. And that's true. I mean, I suppose the other thing is is about e e systems, isn't it? E healthcare systems and how they they act on medicines. I don't know about you, but we we fitted one two and a half years ago, and we're still we're still learning and still working with it to make it better. Agreed. And I think part of the challenge is that there's never, well, not yet, at least in my organisation, one system. Um, you know, there are different bits of the system, whether we're talking about um, uh, secure cupboards that store the medication or pharmacy robots or prescribing systems and dispensing systems, that there are so many different bits to the electronic story that, um, as this paper points out, digitization of process isn't the panacea that some people 20 30 years ago might have expected and there's a lot of nuance and 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 thought required to to, to really make that kind of change work um just thinking my, my sort of drawing back to the paper i think that the conclusion they came to was very much or the last the last part of the conclusion that stayed with me was a desire to have pediatric specific um interventions rather than mm. ad hoc um, alterations to adult platforms um, and I, I found myself wondering about that because it would be lovely to have pediatric specific um, programs pediatric specific prescribing and the rest of it but what I really wanted is also to talk to the adult hospital where we transition the children and to talk to the GP um, when we send people on outpatient medicines and I couldn't decide in my head whether I wanted a pediatric specific <laughs> program or just one that worked properly. No, I think I think that's a really well well made point. And and I suppose a system that works for all is probably safer than one that is specifically tailored for children, given that we know how easy it is to fall through gaps in care anyway and and creating different systems just makes that harder i i can't imagine how how frustrating it would be if we eventually have a full um easily compliant health record that crossed different systems but children had a different one i'm not sure that's the direction of travel that that, that seems to be being pursued in the uk or at least in england 
Was there anything else about this paper that stood out for you? I suppose it is nice to occasionally have the opportunity to, to have a paper like this, which does, rather than presenting a single new change, sort of float above it in quite a, an easy-to-read, um, simple way with some quite practical, um, as, as we've hopefully drawn out, questions for people to at least ponder on, if not, then change their practice. So um, I, I do think it brings a useful perspective to, to the story, albeit an American one. No, I, yes, I think that's very fair. And I think I, I quite enjoyed sort of not thinking about what do I have to do for this paper, what do I have to change, but just how's the world going to change and make it better? That, that sort of strategic level of thinking. Excellent. Thank you. For more details of this study, you can go to adc.bmj.com.